Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers of happiness, joy, and a centered approach to success in life. Seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits, to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation, and we're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Well, so you got to make sure that uh, you don't say anything dumb on our podcast today. Just today? <laughs> well, just in general. Oh, really? Because you might get canceled. <laughs> oh, that. Because <laughs> we have such a huge following and they'll wield their power. Um, you've been wanting to talk about cancel culture yes, for a while. I have, for sure. I think it's a thing, and I think it's growing in all these weird pockets of our lives. Mm-hmm. So, like, I... Like, I've known about the cancel culture stuff mm -hmm. a little bit, but I haven't really been paying a ton of attention. Um, so why don't you explain to me what you think this cancel culture thing is? Oh, I know this is a test because I know you've checked all this <laughs> out. No, but, you know, the reason I, the reason a I, test. it's a test, <laughs> I'm going to fail it. Um, <laughs> the reason I brought it up is, and and I'm probably going to be a little, uh, I'll probably annoy people. I'll probably get canceled, actually, after my yeah, comments. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Watch yourself. <laughs> so I've never been a Kardashian fan at all, right? I don't usually, like, follow along too tightly with pop culture. But lately, Kanye West has been crazy town in the news and in social media posts, hmm. blasting his ex-wife and her current boyfriend, okay? So now it's. Oh, I see. This is how up on it I am. I thought they're still married. <laughs> oh, see, now you're going to get canceled. That's it. How can you be uh, so out of touch? How can I not know <laughs> such basic, yeah. like, human like, fundamental information yeah, right. that you must yeah. have to survive? So I don't normally get wrapped into any of this, but I found it kind of fascinating because um, he has amped up to the point where he's actually like posting violent things, right? So it's mm. not good at all. And he has all of these big award ceremonies coming up that he's supposed to be mm -hmm. performing in. And systematically, one by one, they're canceling him. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they're canceling him. And, I, and, I, and, and, in, and I'll just keep my own personal opinions aside because it doesn't really matter. I don't know these people, right? Um, however, this idea of cancel culture, I think, is growing significantly in, in politics and in uh, mm -hmm. pop culture and stuff like that. And the way that I term it in Melissa Phrases. You say or do something that's unpopular, no matter how great you are, suddenly everyone turns against you. Mm. And it just, they're, it's over. It's over for yeah. you. If you're a popular yeah. person or someone who has, um, you know, sponsorships or endorsements, suddenly they start disappearing. Like you're seeing a lot of, uh, you're seeing a lot of instant, huge um, feedback by being canceled mm -hmm. for doing something that's not of this social norm or what people deem as what you should do. Yeah. So, so I, when I was thinking about cancel culture and like what you described right there mm -hmm. is, um, and I think maybe even some more of like the roots of cancel culture, like when it started, um, hmm. 
Mm. It's kind of like a form of activism. Hmm. Tell me right? about like, that. Yeah. Okay. So like, like if I'm like a marginalized group of people, right. Um, or, or like, I don't have a voice, right. I don't have a platform and you don't have a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and the only way for me to kind of speak up against things that I don't think are right, mm -hmm. um, is this, like, I'm going to purposely ignore it or I'm going to not participate in the thing that you're saying mm. or doing, right? Mm -hmm. um, so could there be a part of cancel culture that is around, um, you know, fundamentally like an activism kind of thing to say like, hey, I don't think that behavior is okay. Oh, for and sure. we're going to, like all as little people who don't really have a voice against the media, against movie stars against like ultra famous people who have huge platforms yeah the way we're going to activate against that is by not participating in your brand right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in in your movie star brand mm -hmm. right we're not gonna go see your movies we're not gonna go yeah. go to your shows we're not gonna go participate in your things yeah yep yeah i mean i think that i think there's probably a continuum on this right Mm -hmm. And I think that it's that's the, what you just described to me sounds pretty healthy. It's like an accountability thing. I, yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's like. um, Like if you want to like if you want to abuse your power, mm -hmm. right, uh, if you have if you're in a, a person who's in a position of kind of great power or influence and you're going to abuse that that's a way to stand up against it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So did you do a little research besides this? Of course I did a little <laughs> research. <laughs> oh, good. I love it. I did not. I just had a wild emotional response well, to something and thought, oh, what a good conversation. <laughs> well, okay. So just like a little, a little bit of me being like, um, in, in some of my like hippie, roots mm -hmm. is you know like i was very active in um public access oh yeah as right, a young right. person right you better like, tell people what public access is yeah so yeah it's like, not a, it's not on a lake young, it's <laughs> literally yeah uh i the way i participated was uh mostly looked a lot like wayne's world <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh we did have a late night call-in show um you did yeah, it was called Why Are You Up? Oh. <laughs> and people would call in. They'd mostly try to just swear on air, but like <laughs> we'd have bands in and it's awesome. It's like oh, at 1 a.m., 1 a.m. in Bloomington, Minnesota. Oh my God. How did I never know <laughs> this? We never talked about that. Oh my God. Uh, that is so funny. Did you have long hair? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure I had hockey hair at the, at the time. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, public access for those who, who don't know. Sorry, was, you totally derailed like, me. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> it kind of started in the 70s. It started in the 70s, was really pretty popular throughout the 80s and, and kind of started dwindling through the 90s. And, and today is, is kind of a, a much smaller mm -hmm. um, thing. But the basis of it was that 
news media had all the power, mm. right? Yeah. They had the biggest voice. They had the biggest megaphone. The biggest money, the biggest everything. The biggest money. They, they were controlling the message to all of, you know, all of the citizens of, of the United States, right? Yeah. So there was a handful of news media companies, and mm -hmm. they had all of the power to shape the story. Right. Well, a, a backlash to that was this rise of public access. And remember, this was the in the days before you could just like yeah. shoot a YouTube video on your yeah. phone and upload it for the world to see, right? Right. There you were no phones. understand there's no distribution at that point. So, right. um, so there's all these little TV stations all over the country, um, mostly um, based around your city or your county. Um, and you could go there, you could use the equipment, you could create any any TV show you wanted and get it on air, right? <laughs> so this is where like like some of the things like uh, Zach Galifianakis's like Between Two Ferns. Yeah. If you've ever seen yes, that, that's like I a am. spoof of a public access show. Obviously, Wayne's World was a spoof of a public access show. But in any case... Obviously, whole, I just want to say, roots. I just want to yeah. say that was not obviously. I did not realize that. Like, oh, seriously? No. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. You're in a good um, flow. Sorry to disrupt. So the whole basis of all of that stuff was um, get a platform for people who've, whose voices, you know, aren't heard or can't be heard or are too small to be heard. Right. Yeah. So um, some of this activism around free speech, mm. right? And giving people um, who otherwise don't have a voice a voice, mm -hmm. um, I think is important. I do too. Like, yeah. I think it's important to make sure that, that, that people are heard. Now, the question I was having um, was, is cancel culture, it's like a form of this activism, activism but is it going too, too far. far is it actually becoming like a, mm -hmm. a weapon are people weaponizing mm -hmm. this cancel culture idea to like further kind of like their own political agendas yep. in a in and they're actually kind of like it's almost like going the opposite way right than it was intended that's a okay i really like this idea because that does give a lot more credence to it that I had never even thought of, like the beginning of it and the, mm. the activism part of it. Because <clears throat> if you use that line of thinking, that makes sense because today everything is amped up. We keep talking about that. Every single thing, people are more, um, people are more emotional. People mm -hmm. are more willing to act on their emotions, whether they should or should not. People are more upset. There's a lot more depression, a lot more anxiety. And so when somebody does something that is not popular, um, it's almost like there's this massive backlash. It's like it goes beyond mm -hmm. standing up for your rights. It goes beyond providing a counterbalance. Yeah. It just straight up obliviates the person. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's a bit of uh, with this particular flavor, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um there seems to be a, a bit of this like kind of mob mentality, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, oh, there's like another one. Let's go all pile on together. Right. Right. Now, right. the question I would have is like, are all of those individuals making the decision that 
that that that what they're you know what the current cancel culture like what the current popular target is mm -hmm. right yeah is that really a thing that that they individually are wanting to fight for or are they just kind of like yeah hopping in hopping on the pile right because they want to because it's just dis they just want to get rid of some of the feelings and emotions that they've had building up and that feels like a really good a really yeah, good it's like target. An outlet for them and it might as well right it's kind of feels good to lash out yeah it's it's super interesting to think about that because it you know like i'm talking about you know the kardashians which is hilarious honestly i think that's very funny um <laughs> but if you think about it in politics if somebody says the wrong words or uses mm -hmm. the wrong description to talk about a group um that person is just instantly taken down, not just in politics. We're also seeing it in news platforms or um, sports commentators, mm -hmm. anybody, anybody who is doing their role yeah. and makes a mistake. Yeah. Like oh, legitimately makes a mistake. There's that big one with Joe Rogan and Spotify. Yes. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's like, and that's all edging into like, yeah. Uh, like Spotify as a business is making, has to make choices around mm -hmm. the artists on their platform based mm -hmm. on what those artists are saying. And what all the other artists on the platform are also saying. They're getting a ton of pressure. I don't know what's happened yeah. with that recently. I stopped following it kind of, but yeah, it's it's really interesting. And, and, and look at the responsibility of the social media platforms. Look at Instagram, yep. Twitter, Facebook, you know. Oh, uh, from... From a social media platform perspective, all this pile and odd and mm -hmm. and mob mentality, that's good for business. Exactly. I mean, it seriously exactly. is. It, it, it gets people more hooked on the platform. It creates much more like attention mm -hmm. on their platform. It's, you know, but is that a good thing for society? It might be good for right. that particular business, but right. it's, is it good for society? Right. And so much of what how society is connected is using those platforms and so they have so much power yep. right so the you said an interesting thing i want to like come back to is that is is around people being scared uh or people making mistakes mm -hmm. and then not you know then they just have to like kind of live with these instant consequences yeah there is it yeah right? the, the timing of it is an interesting piece too yeah and um people make mistakes right yeah people say dumb things all the time um <laughs> i know i do <laughs> are we like losing like are we losing like empathy right like yeah. where's the empathy in this whole thing where's like the mm -hmm like the giving people grace in this whole thing. Right. And right. It, and it is such a fine line who makes these decisions. You know, it's like if, mm -hmm. if somebody is behaving really poorly and their intention is not pure and they do things that are terrible and there's an instant cancel culture around them, then it feels like that's an easier one to, that's an easier one. To say, well, you 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 kind of had it coming, you know, like mm -hmm. karma's real, you yeah. know, whatever you think, say and do comes back to you a hundred thousand times. Yeah. Um, but there are so many people that are not intentionally trying to be hurtful. They just made yeah. a mistake. Yeah. And how do we differentiate 
between those two things as a people, not as an individual, mm. but as a people. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we take our foot off the gas of instant, I don't know, instant reaction? Well, here's a thing I was wondering is like, like, I, I, as I observe, I, I like to kind of observe like general things, mm -hmm. right? And then mm -hmm. think about how like it affects um, the next generation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, me so, too. What I was wondering is if we have a strong sort of uprising in this cancel culture and this idea that if you say the wrong thing, you're going to be outcast, right, from society and you'll be ruined and all that. Mm -hmm. um, how is that affecting our young people, right? Like, like you are right. There are there are a handful of bad actors <laughs> in our society that are doing bad things. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, mm -hmm. it might be fine <laughs> yeah. to outcast them from society like like we're yeah. doing <laughs> now. I would say that that is a very small number of people. Mm -hmm. That's a very small number of bad actors. Mm -hmm. But if you tilt too hard on some of these concepts and it starts overflowing into like everyday life, right? right? Like, like if I were to hear my kids talking about someone at school and like canceling someone at school, that would be like, ooh, that's, that's a really dangerous Damaging. concept to be playing with. Because you're going to have a whole generation of people who are scared to actually share their true thoughts and feelings for fear of being outcast or repercussions of sharing that. Yep, 100% agree. And unfortunately, the handful that you talk about that are the bad eggs, as my grandma used to say, yeah. <laughs> um, they are informing so much because of their large social media platforms. You know, that's the thing. Yep. How do we, and how do we stay present towards that? Because I mean, I'm still on social media. I'm 55. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Not much. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter occasionally. Um, but I kind of get bored of it. You mm -hmm. know, I don't really spend much time on it because I, I think it's like, I think of it like an, a little bit of an alternative universe. Mm. Like my true identity isn't tied to that. So I don't, mm -hmm. I'm not posting my breakfast. <laughs> we could do a whole nother podcast. I on know, social I know. Media. <laughs> but, but I'm also of the age where I don't need that kind of validation or I don't perceive that as my validation or my connection to the world. Mm -hmm. However, yeah. you know, I've got kids in their, in their twenties, high school kids that I know of mm -hmm. other kids, they don't have the same broad view of how to be okay with themselves regardless and recognizing that these platforms are simply that. Yeah. And you're right. It is, it is, it is something to be thinking about, right? Cause it is, yep. it is gotta be really, really scary. Yeah. And I, I remember, oh, remember when we had Ben Lamprom yeah. mm -hmm. on the pod and he said something that has just really stuck with me is that, um, social media, mm -hmm is is creating like like less diversity like less oh, broadness yeah. in thinking and it's narrowing thinking so you have like like mm. millions or tens of millions or billion people that are all thinking 
yeah. very similarly because they're like seeing the same stories mm-hmm. and hearing the same sort of like stream of information. Yeah. Um, and so when I think about even like cancel culture, I think of like that stuff, right? Like, like some people have such huge platforms and they're kind of like informing what yeah. so many people think. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people know how to do that really, really well. Mm-hmm. The, maybe yeah. the people that shouldn't <laughs> yeah. know how to do that really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, it's an inter- it's an interesting topic, and I, I don't know where this stops. You know, like I, I don't know when is this, is is society going to become tired of this? Like they do mm-hmm. everything else, like everybody does everything else. You know, is that going to become something that we suddenly say, "Oh, we're all doing this, and we need to stop"? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm well, not sure. Right. For well, I hope that that some of the roots of this around like activism and mm-hmm. giving people you know marginalized groups a voice and a little bit of a power to to change the power imbalance mm-hmm. i yeah. hope some of that and some of the bad actors you know do um kind of get exposed yeah so i think there's a little bit of good that can happen but i think there's a lot more un like unintended side effects Mm -hmm. (laughs) than we're aware of, right? Yeah. So having everybody who's listening just to think about this topic Mm -hmm. themselves and and be aware of how some of these um, cultural waves that go through our society have unintended impacts on especially young people. I, I really like that idea. Because, and you know, I've always said it to my kids, too. It's like with texting or, you know, what my grandmother used to say, if it's written down, if you send it, once it's in writing, you cannot take it back, mm-hmm. you know. And um, if you get mad because you see something, you see a public figure that said or done something that you don't approve of, um, you know, people can hide behind the keyboard and they can say really, really mean things. Mm-hmm. And they can behave very poorly, thinking that there really is no... There's no ramification to that, right? There is no consequence. You can do whatever yeah. you want. But that isn't actually true because it does throw out, it's it's an energetic thing. And once it's in writing, you can't take it mm-hmm. back. And um, a lot of people see it that you don't even think might see it. Mm-hmm. Future employers, other family members, younger kids. Yeah, it's really an yeah. interesting thing to think about. How and you you're even kind of saying that in the context of like, just jumping on the bandwagon. Like, be, yes. be careful of which bandwagons you jump on. <laughs> yeah. And if you need to jump on a bandwagon, you know, it's like, be thoughtful. Yeah, think about why. Like, why do you want to participate in that? What's yeah. like, where really get to the root of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I just think it's an in- interesting topic today. And I think that there's a lot of a lot of energy building around this. And it's um, it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds as mm-hmm. time goes on. I, I just have one other question. Yeah. Um, so the show that you had, <laughs> yes. why are you up? Why are uh, that you is up? a total yeah. JJ. That is a total it's... JJ title. I just am curious. Did you have a plant or what did your set look like? Well, <laughs> I um, need the full visual. I don't, I don't know that we worked much on the set. Like it was in the, it was in the studio. So there's just like some <laughs> random, you know, like p- fake 
painted brick wall behind <laughs> us. <laughs> a couple of chairs, a little telephone in the middle. So it's like the Saturday Night Live skit with the uh, public te- public radio. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot like that. Yeah. Okay. Th- thanks for the finish. I I'll just... try to find some old tapes. Maybe I can find some old tapes. Oh for my you. God! I'll give you ten <laughs> bucks if you can find one. Honest to God, I will pay you money. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring.